You're listening to Geeks Unleashed, a podcast that covers what's current in the world of pop culture. I'm Mark Brassington, and I'm in London. And I'm Jasmine in Texas. Hello, welcome to Geeks Unleashed. This is episode 88, and I'm Mark. And I'm Jasmine. And um, we're back again. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this week's episode. But before we get started, if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. And please remember to like and subscribe to the video Um, and click the notification bell, as Mark says, um, so that you know when we upload new videos. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you, thank you, thank you. We would also very much appreciate it if you would take the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify. And like, yeah, it's been a bit of a busy week for both of us, yeah. I'm sure. Like, yeah. I can't even believe it's like Friday already. I am like, uh, so grateful that it is Friday. <laughs> I can't believe it's like Friday. It's like, well, I mean, Saturday morning for me now. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I can let you know how it is in the future. We are still alive. Okay. Um, well, pl- I mean, that could be good or bad. We'll see. Planet Earth is still here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh obviously work wise busy but like have you done anything else or not no i've been incredibly boring this week busy 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 like but boring i've watched episodic stuff like there are a couple anime that are current that i'm following so they release on sundays i think and Mm. so um i'm all caught up on sasuke and miyano and on the salary man salaryman i can't even remember what it's called it's the anime about like these office workers that also play badminton <laughs> i'm a right. sucker for the sports anime so give me give so, me a sport i don't care what it is i'm probably gonna watch it sounds crazy like <laughs> yeah you know badminton wild <laughs> do they double up as assassins or, or um I, they might i mean it's, oh, it's okay. early on it's- in the season so who knows what the rest of the season will bring you know that would be pretty cool twist like eight episodes right and then all seven are like badminton badminton and all of a sudden none of them's like an undercover like like some kind of sting or like an assassination ring or something the the final episode and it comes from like the one you didn't expect like (laughs) like the 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 college sweetheart or whatever like you know like oh my god i could i could see it i can see an anime happening the girl of all straight a's suddenly just like (laughs) suddenly guns them all down or something like yeah that that would be brilliant anyway um <clears throat> i i finally finished power finally after after like i don't know somewhere between six and eight weeks of watching power all right so yeah like i have opinions uh, uh are, th- are they good opinions so like in summary okay seasons one and two were really good agreed season three was not so good mm, yeah okay season four when uh ghost is in prison was really really good um season five i think it was when it was that was when kanan died um and he died really rubbishly to be honest for someone he should have died in that damn fire i'm not gonna let that go no i don't mind that he survived because they like i so i love the scene at the end of i think it was season four when kanan uh tommy and ghost are like back as a team together and they're like in the car opposite dre and like I was like, yeah, the boys are back together. I was like, fuck, like. And then suddenly, within season five, their sort of little dynamic kind of broke up quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So I was quite disappointed with that. But it's more that Kanan got killed off so easily by a couple of cops, and like there was. Like, I, I was hoping he was going to be like big time, like sort of almost like final boss level, like against yeah. ghosts or something like that. That's kind of where I was hoping, because I thought they do this with a lot of shows. Like they have an early confrontation. 
then they fade out the final boss for a while and then mm-hmm. they bring the final boss back mm-hmm. and then sometimes you make friends with the final boss like because you have to and i thought that's where they were going with canaan that they'd made friends for now but i still thought ghost and canaan would come back and like be like final boss sort of level because canaan i felt had final boss about him right but gets killed off by a couple of coppers and yeah crap anyway <laughs> so so season six i in all honesty, I thought it was all over the place. Couldn't believe they killed Angela off so easily. And um, so was, that was rubbish as well, like for me, because obviously she was like ghost big love interest and she dies at the end of season five. And I was like, yeah. it's not even really in the season, final season. I know she made a couple of cameos as like a ghost type character. Um, you know, she sort of, sometimes ghosts would turn around and there she is, like mm. sitting on the bed or whatever. Um, but anyway, like... What annoyed me more than anything was the last six episodes. Um, so basically, I think it was like five or six episodes before the end, Ghost gets shot and you see him falling off something to, to like the floor. And then it ends. And I was like, no, they did not just kill Ghost off and you don't know who did it. So anyway, like put on the next episode and then I realised what they were doing. So the next episode follows Dre. Like, and they basically are showing a lot of the scenes from the previous episode where Dre's interacting with Ghost, mm-hmm. but they're following they're following Dre's movements leading up to Ghost's death and essentially ruling him out as Ghost Killer. And they kind of show Dre's ending. Essentially, he dies at the end too. And like, but then each episode was a similar thing, following <clears> all the different all the different possible murderers of Ghost and kind of ruling them out until we got to the final episode. Oh, like obviously spoilers away here his son is the person who kills him in the end and um and I, was Listen, like, I don't like so to pile on kids all the time but like that kid was a fucking piece of shit that kid was a piece of shit the entire fucking run of power oh he was a selfish kid. selfish from the beginning like i just thought he was a spoiled brat like the whole time just yeah i mean you know, just how he carried on all the time. Oh, honestly, like, and then and then at the end, obviously, it, it basically really felt to me like the whole season was just kind of killing time because you know. Well, they but they like, had this whole like hashtag thing for that last season too, where it was like, "Who killed Ghost?" Oh, did they so say, before the before they got yeah, to the yeah. final episode? That was all they talked. Who killed Ghost? Who killed Ghost? Who killed Ghost? You can imagine if you watched it at the time, maybe it was like, oh, like being really into it, mm-hmm. but obviously watching it. Like is a street like streaming or catching up, you know, binging it. Sorry, the word I'm looking for. You're binging it, and you're like, oh, this is like boring. Like mm-hmm. you can imagine if you're watching it weekly, and like you say, like the hashtag, and everyone's like talking about it. Who could go see? Maybe I'd get into it, but I really hated the fact that the last five or six episodes were were essentially the same episode, but from yeah. different people's point of view. I was like, this is just just lazy, lazy, lazy. Like. I don't know. I just, I honestly wanted, and also the way they got rid of ghosts, just his son kills him off. I honestly wanted, I wanted more. I wanted like, like I said, <laughs> I keep going back to that Kane and final boss thing. I kind of wanted some big battle, some sort of confrontation between ghosts and so. That's what I, I don't know. I like shows where they have like a final boss, like, or like, especially like a big confrontation at the end, yeah. just to see his, his little, little selfish kid kill him off. Like, <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I was disappointed with that. And then, like, obviously, they've launched about eighteen different spin-offs. One following Tommy. One following. Uh-huh. Um, one following. Um, uh, 
what's his name? Ghost son. I've got his bloody name now. Uh, Alteric. Um, it also follows their mum as well. Um, then you've got a, a spin-off, which I'm not sure I'd want to watch, like with the politician who was in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, the politician was never likable. So why would I be interested in watching his spin-off? I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, and then there obviously is the prequel show, Raising Canaan. Um, so I, I'm slightly more interested in the prequel. So um, I kind of would like to watch the spin-off with Tariq and the mum. I don't know if I want to watch it all, but I kind of want to watch the first couple of episodes just to see like how they pick that up. Nah, man. But the one- Fuck Tariq. Well- Tariq is in the same bullshit category as Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Fuck them Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like I'm not interested. I don't like Tariq, but I kind of just want to see how it picks up. Like, because uh, I know. Mary I hope J. he gets Rogers run over by a bus. Oh, like he's a terrible. That's what I thought to myself. How are you building a spinoff around the most dislikable character in this yeah. world? Like, I mean, I hope. Yeah, it'd be cool if they kill him off or if they massively rewrite his character. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's it's a testament though. Like, but also, I I hate that people get so wrapped up in stuff that they can't separate the actor from their role oh, because yeah, that yeah. kid gets all kinds of death threats too and i so think that's not nice like that actor nice. well, i was to say that actor gets all kinds of death threats and i think that is absolutely ridiculous these people need to relax that's the same with um what's his name uh the actor christian whatever his name is from star wars prequels oh everybody, yeah, Hayden Christensen. yeah 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 everybody hated him it's that's like, why he took a break for so long yeah i mean it's not his fault like he wasn't yeah. responsible for the bad material like and and just the general terribleness of the prequels like you yeah. can't put it on him also he's a young actor like it's probably like one of his first roles um i think the kid who played joffrey got loads of crap as well yeah okay yeah. You're, you actually why don't you sit back and go actually what a good actor to play such a terrible yeah. person yeah like, i mean hopefully he's not like that in real life so yeah like, you hope not like, yeah. <laughs> Sits on his throne at home and tells his parents, like, yes, like, I will kill you if you don't get my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine that happens, but um, no, no. Um, anyway. Anything's possible. Power, ending of power, in summary, was flipping awful. Um, but you have 49 spin- sequels to make it make you feel better, so. Yeah, I, I'm most interested in the Tommy spinoff, I've got to say. Like, that one. Yeah. Does the good. I, I, Tommy, I don't know if I'd say he was ever my favourite character. Sometimes I loved him, but towards the end, he just seemed to be going down a bigger and bigger hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully they can pick that up again. I, I preferred it when Tommy was, like, more fun. So, yeah. Um, but I think the whole thing was just, you got to feel sorry for Tommy. He had two loves in that show and both of them died. So one by his own hands, which is, that's obviously his fault. Um, so... <laughs> Control your temper. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like power, I haven't really got much more to say. Just really disappointed with the ending. Really, that's it. After after wasting almost two months of watching this show, yeah, it was annoying. Uh, I'm I'm sad for you. I'm Thank sorry you. that you feel like you wasted your time. I don't know. I'd say wasted because there were parts of it I loved. Yeah. But I really hate it when they end shows with terrible endings. And yeah. That's why in some ways I'm hoping that the spin-offs kind of redeem it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Dexter all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the Dexter miniseries redeemed the ending. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, anyway, 
Um, should we jump into our news? Yeah. All right. So uh, we, neither one of us have actually seen this yet. So we are actually going to check out the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer for the first time. Yeah, normally when we do this, I've already watched it, but I haven't actually watched it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So if you are just listening, unfortunately, you will not be able to see the trailer right now, but um, we are about to. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk through it. So here we go. The fight is done. We lost. I love the music. Oh, I mean, how could you not? Stay hidden. The key to hunting Jedi is patience. Definitely giving me chills, too. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. Oh, that's the same actor. The Jedi code is like an itch. Same actor as what? He cannot help it. He was in the prequels. He took Luke. Where is he? off to summer do you know, yeah do you know we didn't talk much over that because i honestly was like i can't i can't talk over it it's so good um <laughs> like honestly the music was giving me chills like i thought i thought that looked really good to be honest i i like it doesn't the fact reveal much though no that's literally what i was about to say that like they, yeah. i like the fact they don't show you too much um i like i did like the scene where obi-wan from a distance is watching luke um, mm-hmm. So that was cool. So it kind of like shows that Obi Wan wasn't actually hidden away doing nothing. He was actually watching him. Yeah. So, um, but he clearly, obviously, goes off and does other things. I'm hoping they don't make it like stupid, um, like Gotham TV series where like Luke suddenly like ends up getting involved when yeah he never would be. Um, I really I wish they, they had done that different. That TV, that Gotham TV, yeah, series. Gotham, yeah. Oh yeah, so do I. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish they'd just never done it, but um, like, no, how they should have done that series, if we're going to mention that, is to have maybe had Bruce in the first episode, fine. Maybe had it like him come back in the final episode of the first season, they catch yeah. the murderer, but there's no need for him to have had such a prominent role throughout right. all of the show. Like, they, I would have much rather have had a, a Gordon prequel mm-hmm. series and actually i would rather have had less superheroes and i'd rather they'd have tried to okay i wouldn't have minded funky slightly slightly sci-fi type crimes mm-hmm. but i'd rather they'd have try i'd rather they'd have kept it as grounded as possible and not even have you know the pen you know they could have had the penguin in fine as a pre like they could have brought in early days villains before they became villains i could have been fine with that or 
maybe they're real low level in the criminal chain, but they just were going all full out on it, just being a Batman show. Like, just, yeah, exactly. Oh, that was their problem. Was Hopefully, Obi Wan won't make the same mistake, like you said. Like, maybe they'll just actually focus on the character Obi-Wan. that they're supposed to focus on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that trailer looks like they're going to going to. Um, and that other guy uh, was Joel Edgerton. I didn't remember him from the prequels. Although, yeah, to sure be fair, I don't really remember the prequels very much at all. I've only seen them I'm, once. I'm pretty sure he was in the prequels. I can't bother to check now, but I'm pretty sure he was. So I'm pretty sure that like he took Luke in with whoever his wife was in the show mm-hmm. in the films. Um, does it make you excited? You said you weren't going to be excited before you watched it. Like, do you I think mean, a little bit more? I still haven't watched Boba Fett, so. Oh, I haven't watched Boba Fett. I have only grudgingly watched. I mean, uh, grudgingly, I say that, but like I've only grudgingly watched uh, the Mandalorian because we covered it. But <laughs> like, no, none of none of the series so far have made me want to like jump up and down and get really excited. I heard mixed things about Boba Fett, like, but I do want to watch Boba Fett. I haven't actually had time to watch it, but um, but that show does it good, I think. Like. I don't know. It's, it feels very, I think because it's got such a big character in it, mm-hmm. I'm 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 a lot more keen to watch it. Um, and who doesn't like Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Well, so. I mean, is it is there a chance that there's going to be some Qui Gon Jinn in there too? Are we going to have a Liam Neeson hidden cameo that no one is talking about yet? Well, so when I remember when um, didn't when episode three finished, didn't um. Didn't Yoda like allude or some or somewhere on the line? You like, yeah, like Yoda alluded to Queen Gonjin not making like being able to come back as a like the Force Ghost thing. I'm pretty sure there was something like that. I haven't seen the prequels for years, but I'm pretty sure there was some mention about him being like a ghost, like or being able to come back. So yeah, it would be cool if there is some sort of ghost type force ghost thing like that would be pretty cool you know like the force ghost things that they have at the end like with the fire and stuff like that and, yeah 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 and also also like where yoda comes back in the later movies with luke on that on that planet um i i would quite yeah that would be pretty cool i mean i wouldn't say no to that but, <laughs> but i wouldn't want it to be constant like, yeah I'm just wondering if we're going to have any hidden cameos, that's all. Oh, yeah, but it's it's Marvel slash, not Marvel, sorry, it's Disney slash Star Wars. Like, yeah. there's going to be some, there's going to be twists and turns. Yeah, because so. they actually had Skywalker in, uh, which one was that? Mando, right? The Mandalorian, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had him in it. That was a cool twist, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't watched Boba Fett, but apparently there is something. I'm pretty sure they said, I'm pretty sure I heard a rumor that Luke is in Boba Fett, too. Really? I know Obi's in Boba Fett. Maybe that's what they were saying. Sorry, I, I heard something about somebody big being in Boba, Boba Fett. So yeah. I need to hurry up and watch Boba Fett. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I yeah, it's ruining it for me now. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, our last piece of news: um, The Walking Dead. Surprise to nobody. Nobody. Spin-off. Nobody. Well, AMC the, uh, is milking that cow for every freaking cent it is worth. So when cent. I say surprise to nobody, it was a slight surprise in terms of the two characters. But I've been <laughs> saying this from day one. There will 100% be a Negan spinoff. I was like, there will they will not not do a Negan spinoff. Negan is a popular character. Um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a popular actor. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like gonna make sense. And then they announced like what I was not, which I was surprised about. Sorry, it was a Maggie and Negan spinoff together. I don't so even know how, how. How is that gonna work? How? I, like how? Listen, listen. He killed her baby daddy. Like yeah. it, it could not be me. It couldn't be me. I couldn't be her. Like because he would be dead, dead by now. Like dead mm-hmm. under under the compound, dead. He, uh, yeah. Like, I just don't get how that dynamic works, right? Like, I'm not yeah, me sure. Like, and I really, off. really hope it's not going to be one of those redemption stories where, oh, now we can be friends. No, no. Nobody wants to be friends with that creep. Unless it's a bit of a different twist where it's actually Maggie versus Negan. I mean... I mean, that couldn't last forever in that dynamic. Yeah. Like, oh, well, but like, how would that work? Would he... No, what he I mean like try to run away and she would like follow yeah, him yeah, to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering whether he so like a revenge he, plot. Yeah, unless it's that type thing, but then maybe they have to team up against something else, like uh, or a, you know what it's like Hollywood. You know, I mean, I I I might be a little bit more okay with it if it is Maggie chasing him so that she can get her revenge. Like yeah. maybe I'd be okay with that, but like I still don't want them to. I don't want them to be friendly. Like, I just, I don't want her to be friendly with him because of what he did to Glenn. Yeah, but maybe, uh, yeah, may, I wonder if that's what it is. Like, he disappears at the end of the main Walking Dead, like, kind of slips off, and then mm-hmm. she goes after him. So, anyway, it's going to be called Isle of the Dead. It comes out in 2023, and it's set in a post-apocalyptic New York. I'm excited for this because of the New York setting, mainly. Yeah, you're bored uh, of the, the walking, walking around in the woods. The woods. <laughs> Oh, it's like 10 years of walking in the woods, man. Like, like, and every time they find some sort of civilization, it's like, it's not much further than the woods. Like, so like, I kind of, I think there was one episode where they went to Washington in The Walking Dead to rescue like a bell or something. And I was like, oh, they finally left the woods. I was hoping for a bit more. No. So, Washington, that's a long way from Atlanta. I mean, maybe it wasn't Washington then, but it was like they did go into a city in like one of the episodes, and it was like I'm sure it's like to rescue a bell or something, but I can't remember. Um, anyway, so um, I know you're way behind on The Walking Dead, but oh, like, yeah. do you think this is something that, say, if you just decided to watch it, do you think that it's interesting? Would you want to know more about watching it because of the dynamic? Um, yeah, honestly. Because I just, I would want to watch long enough to find out what Maggie's motivation well, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what Because I don't give a shit about Negan. I want to know what's in this for Maggie. Yeah, I, so I've got more interest in this than the Carol and Daryl spinoff. Now, I think Carol yeah. and Daryl could be fun. <laughs> like, they're they so good, weird. They need a good name for it, though. I don't want it to be Carol and Daryl. <laughs> Carol and Daryl, that works though. It could be like, it could be like a sitcom like I mean, hijinks could, and that kind I'm of ha- stuff. Oh, do you know? Imagine if the Carol and Daryl thing was a sitcom. Oh set my in god, the a comedy universe. that would be so great. Like it's set in the whatever the community, the community in that they found now, and it's like <sighs> a half an half an hour episode, and like <laughs> Carol like walks in with like his washing and stuff like that, like. And he's still sat on the sofa drinking beer or something. Like, oh my god! Yes, yes. Where it's like, don't leave your crossbow just laying around. Oh, yeah, just like yeah. random, like old married couple kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. 
I mean, I think yeah. that would piss off so many people, but I really think that would be hilarious. Uh, can you imagine if they didn't tell anyone, showed no trailers, and everybody puts it on and they start watching the first two episodes of WandaVision or something like that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be so great. I mean, not for a lot of people, but, like, <laughs> but I don't know. They need a good And then they have like that. this super campy intro. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, I'm assuming if you get a Karen Daryl spinoff and you got your mate Maggie and Negan spinoff, is it going to be that they eventually cross over and like a Walking Dead event? Yes, yes, they are building this giant webbing of interconnectivity and expansion. This is mm. like the thing that AMC will never ever let go of, ever. Mm. Eventually, yeah. we're going to get a series about Rick's daughter. It, it like 40 years into the future where now she's in charge of some stuff and we still have zombies and all of these problems. I think I spoke about this before the, um, oh, what's it called? The two episode, two season event show. What was it called? Um, I don't remember. Oh, the world beyond. Mm. And um, when it ended, they linked it back to the first season of the walking dead. Like it showed a clip from the guy who they met in the institution in the final episode, which I thought that was pretty cool, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then for the first time ever, like, they showed a crazy zombie who could run. And I was like, okay, like, if you're going to start bringing those type of zombies in, this is going to be a call, like, to The Walking Dead, rather than these ones that just bumble around. Like, if you start making zombies that can run after you, hell no, would I, like, never want to be in The Walking Dead. Like, but like, it, always, it always made me wonder, like, these zombies just bumble along. Why are you not scared? Well, like, because I mean, it's when they attack in hordes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, only, the problem. That's the only time they get you, yeah. If, or, or, like, yeah. I don't know, you're walking through some marshland, which they always do. And then and they're underwater. They're, yeah, they're underwater or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I wouldn't. You'd think they'd learn after 10 years of this. Like, just don't do it. Like, <laughs> Just throw a grenade in there or something like that first. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, yeah, I honestly do want to watch this. Just I'm more interested in this than Carol and Daryl. Um, C and D. That's what they should call it. C and D. Anyway, I'm more interested in this because I actually just want to know how is this going to work. Maggie and Negan are clearly never going to be friends. I have no idea. I don't even like thinking about it. Like. I really want, I mean, I don't even want Maggie to like use Lucille. Like, I just want, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I just, I just want her to like get her revenge. Like, ugh. I want to see, I want to see it. Like, I want to know what's going to happen. I, I don't even want to watch the trailer. Like, if they'll release the trailer. I don't want to watch it. Like, I want to just go in not knowing anything. Uh, I don't know. I just want to, I just, I can't see them being friends. I hope they, like, I just want it to be that it's, I think it is going to be like what I said, that Negan slips away and Maggie goes after him. Okay. Maybe I can get behind that. I could be wrong. They could be also a married couple. Could be a comedy. (laughs) Gross. They were married once. Gross. Yeah, in Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the same. No, they were married once. Yeah. Oh, well, how'd that work out? They both died in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny. Oh my goodness. Oh. That doesn't count. I can't believe you'd even bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> that always shocks me though that they were married at Batman vs. Superman. Like the same act the fact they got the same actors from The Walking Dead and the fact that like he killed her husband basically in another show, and then here they are in Batman vs. Superman married. I was like <laughs> 
what was going through their minds when they got like that. Well, what is going through people's minds when you hire actors that are married to play brother and sister, Dexter? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That's weird as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that is weird. weird. Well, or it'd be the other way, weird if it's the other way around. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> brother and sister playing husband and wife. That would be terrible. Oh, that would be even worse. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should carry on now. Like, let's leave the news there and all stupidness. Oh, so, all right. Elvis fucking Presley, Priscilla Presley, Seth Myers. What about Seth Myers? Or for that matter, Jay Leno. Conan's not really doing much right now. Will Ferrell, Howard Stern, Baba Booey, Robin Ophelia, Quivers, fucking Telly Zabalas, Freddie Stroma, James Gunn. What the fuck, dude? Those last two aren't even things. The. Oh the the showpiece <laughs> for the oh, day yes. peacemaker um first of all peacemaker is direct connection direct spinoff from su- the suicide squad if you did not enjoy the suicide squad there is no possible way on the face of this planet that you would ever enjoy peacemaker so i, I think there's a possible way i don't think so it, I, because peacemaker is worse than um the suicide squad in terms of like violence and stupidity (laughs) like it's way worse yeah um all right so based on characters from dc comics it is written by james gunn james gunn also directed most of the episodes but we also had jody hill rosemary rodriguez and brad anderson in there um it stars john cena daniel brooks freddie stroma chikwiti iwuji Jennifer Holland, Steve Agee, and Robert Patrick. Oh, man. I love that Robert Patrick was in that. Man, oh, man. Mr. T-1000 is always how I'm going to remember Robert Patrick. Oh, and also from the X-Files. I loved him in the X-Files. Yeah, but Terminator came first. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I thought he was brilliant in the (laughs) X-Files. I was actually really disappointed they cancelled the X-Files after season nine. I actually loved his character, like, that he was the opposite of Mulder. He was the one who didn't believe that was cool, I thought. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, Robert Patrick's always been like someone I've been a fan of. Yeah, so. he got his start in Die Hard Two as a henchman in the airport shootout scene. Do you remember him in Wayne's World, where he showed up as T One Thousand? I do not remember Wayne's World. I can't remember which one it was, one or two, and he literally was the T One Thousand. Obviously, they didn't <laughs> say outright he was the T One Thousand. <laughs> But like it pulls Wayne and Garth over and they, they did the whole looking at the camera thing, like oh, you know. Uh and they, they just literally put their foot down, drive off when he, he yeah. comes to the window and he obviously holds up a different boy picture and he goes, Have you seen this boy? And they go, oh, you know, like they just put their foot down and like run <laughs> run off, like drive off. Like that's hilarious. No, I don't yeah. remember that. Uh I don't um, I honestly don't remember. I, I know I've seen those movies, but I don't remember them at all. Yeah, I always remember that. Like I don't remember those movies other than that. Like <laughs> I thought it was a good sport of him to actually do that. I like Rob Patrick Sharp basically played the same character in a comedy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, same character in speech box. Yeah. Like, clearly, clearly, if if anybody asked, he probably was like, no, it was a policeman. No, it was just a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Police officer number one. Yeah. That was, that was me. Um, yeah. All right. So short summary of this eight series little run for the first season on HBO Max. Peacemaker basically picks up five months after the events of the Suicide Squad. Uh, Chris, a.k.a. Peacemaker, uh, is finally about ready to get out of the hospital. He has no real, like, 
no place to go, no nothing. So he goes, he leaves, goes back to his trailer park house thing, um, yeah. goes to see his racist ass dad to get Eagly back, his his pet eagle. There's Eagly. Um, and then he is recruited <laughs> once again, fresh out of the hospital, fresh off of a mission. Um, it gets recruited again by a, another branch of Argus. <clears throat> And this is a task force X and they got a whole new mission for him. And now we are hunting butterflies. And of course he's like, what the fuck butterflies. Um, so then we meet this new team of characters. We have some cameos like Viola Davis reprises her role as Amanda Waller. Um, she has a few scenes throughout the eight episodes. We um, basically get, Peacemaker joining this new team to figure out there is an alien invasion happening mm. on Earth at the moment, and it is his job to stop it, kill the leader of the aliens so that the invasion doesn't happen. Um, so as ridiculous and crazy as that sounds, oh boy, the show goes so much further than that. Oh, I, <laughs> it's I loved, ridiculousness. Honestly, I, loved oh, I loved it really. Like, yeah, I thought I would because I've. So I think we re- we reviewed Fast and Furious Nine, didn't we? Pretty sure mm-hmm. we did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate John Cena. <laughs> I was like, I hate John Cena. And I kept telling you, you just got to see him in a comedy. So then I watched. We didn't re- we didn't review this, but then I watched Vacation Friends, <laughs> and I was like, this is brilliant. Like, he was so funny. He's funny. Like, He's it was really just really funny. good. I think that might be the only things I've seen him in was Fast Nine, and that I can't think. He's of really oh. bad at serious stuff. Like, well, because before saw... he got like popular, he did stuff like the Marine and just obviously like those big action Suicide stuff. Squad. Obviously, well, I saw him yeah. in the Suicide Squad, but like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just Suicide Squad, um, Fast Nine. Yeah, and now this, I think. Oh, no, and Vacation Friends. Um, but obviously, he was, he was like so much better in this, like, than the Suicide Squad. He was so funny, but I think in this way, in some ways, he got to show like his a range of emotions. Mm-hmm. So um, when the film, obviously you're limited on time, which you got you know, bash, bash, bash to get, get from. But yeah, the, the film was also an ensemble cast. So you had a whole bunch of other people that you had to introduce to. Yeah, no, I know. But like, I like the fact that there was some moments where he clearly got to show some of his own character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, um, but yes, so that is my thoughts on John Cena. So what are your thoughts on this first season? Uh, thoughts on the first season? Like, I, I I loved it, really. Like, just so much from the titles, just to the dynamic of all the characters. I think it was so well written. It had so many good one-liners. I was, I'd be laughing so much when I was watching it. <laughs> I thought it was just so funny, like, the whole thing. I thought they did really well in eight episodes. Do you know what I have to say is, I think we've said this before, me and you, sometimes like Netflix especially will be like, okay, well, we want eight to ten episodes and, the, and probably the people behind it are like, well, we've only got a story for five. Yeah, but we want eight episodes or ten episodes. So you basically got to sort yourself out. Um, and like um, I found that the eight episodes that we had, none of them were filler. Yeah. Like, they were all really good episodes. Yeah. Um, they, <clears throat> they were really strong, all of them. Just yeah, I don't know. Just loved it all. Just it just it was just so funny. It was well done. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine John Cena got paid a heck load of money to, to be <laughs> in this show, but 
everybody else was quite minor, like as in none of them were particularly big. Yeah. I think like Robert Patrick obviously has got got more of a following, but I don't think Robert Patrick probably gets that much money generally anyway. Um I mean he probably makes more than me and you. But well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but like I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was done really well. That you know, balanced humor, violence, humor, violence again. Like it's just <laughs> honestly, the, the humor in it though is so well delivered as well by the actors, yes. and obviously so well written as well. Yeah. So this this is what happens. Like I know in this show we didn't get anyone for the original Suicide Squad other than the couple of appearances by Amanda Waller, but when you hand over these creators to the right sort of director and writers and things like that, mm-hmm. like what you can see happen. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not criticizing the first, sorry, the second Suicide Squad, but the first Suicide Squad carried a lot of characters over to the second film. And then, yeah, like I, I just think um, they just did so well, like with all of it really, like, you know, I think John Cena was also, like I said, the biggest, biggest actor, but I didn't really know anyone else in it, I don't think. Did you? Other than Robert Patrick? In here? Um, well, yeah. I knew Adebayo and um, I know Harcourt and Economo, Economo were from the Suicide Squad. Oh, the guy who played the Captain Casper Locke. I recognize him. I think he showed up in the odd episode of Stargate. You know, he's one of those. Yeah, I love that never guy. Seen, uh, the guy. Plays, Christopher Hyerdahl. Lachlan Monroe, who plays Detective Larry Fitzgibbon. Oh, my God. I will always remember that guy as the stupid cop from White Chicks. <laughs> oh, sorry. oh, my God. He's so funny in White Chicks. Oh, he is in Riverdale. That's where I recognize him from. So I watched like the first two seasons of Riverdale. He was in those. Of course you did, Mark. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that you watch really shitty CW shows. I don't really anymore now. I pretty much like, do you know what though? I really do want to go back and catch up with The Flash, but I can't be bothered. Like, so I haven't got the time. Like, so I haven't even finished Supergirl. I actually just couldn't do it in the end. I wanted to finish it. I'm halfway through the last season. I was like, I just can't do it. It's just so awful. It's like, like Supergirl was like the worst of all of them. Um, it couldn't no have been. Problem. Oh, it is. Oh, no. That was bad. What else was there? Legends? Oh, no. Legends is flipping really bad. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ruth, yeah. Legends is, is the worst. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the, yeah, me watching a CW show. Yeah, like Riverdale. He was in Riverdale, but he said 39 episodes or something. No. Yeah, 39. So he did a good chunk. So I know they got rid of him from Riverdale because he murdered someone or something. But anyway, um, yeah, he's probably one of the only real side characters I knew. I know you said you knew Harcourt, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know her from before. This. Oh, no, I just said she was in the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, but yeah, that's the only thing I knew. I've just got up her IMDb, and I don't. I don't think that's it. I that is that. James Gunn's fiance. Oh, in real life, mm-hmm. <coughs> they recently got engaged. Oh, okay, obviously, I assume they met on the set of Suicide Squad. <laughs> Who knows? 
Yeah, I assume they have if they've recently got engaged. So, but yeah, no, I just come back overall. I think I, I actually loved this whole show. I thought it was brilliant. I thought just so good humor, well written, well acted, well directed. You know, so much you could say for this. Like they juggled violence and humor really well. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't. They didn't even like say that violent. They didn't say violence was acceptable most of the time. Like some of the characters obviously would never never say that but yeah just um i think they did really well in terms of all the things they were balancing especially as this is set in the dceu which is not really a comical world so yeah. when we'll talk about that connection in a bit but i thought they yeah for me they did really well what about you what were your thoughts on the first season i thought that this cast had great chemistry i thought hmm. that the all of the banter felt so natural and i know that there were quite a few scenes that were actually unscripted um oh i don't know that yeah, like the one scene where after uh, Chris finds out that they framed his father and that's why his father was in jail. Oh, and yeah. he gets really pissed. And he's like, you could have picked anybody, anybody else in the world. And he literally names off oh, 50 oh, random it? celebrities. And that was all ad lib. Like that was all John Cena ad libbing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And so that. some like they, they play the bloopers like at the end the end of each episode. So like you can see like the reactions on some people's faces. Like those are kind of genuine. <laughs> Well, I didn't. So he just randomly started naming people. Yeah, yeah. Was he meant to say like one or two people or something? And then I have no idea. It it kind of reminds me of like those Family Guy jokes that go too far that you get uncomfortable and then they come yeah. all the way back around to being funny all over again. Um, yeah. So I I loved the humor. I loved the cast. I didn't care one way or the other about the story. Like I really couldn't have cared less about butterflies and alien invasions and all that stuff. But like yeah. I watched every week. And, and this was actually one that I watched every week. Um, and I like, I just wanted to know what they were going to do next. Like what, what the team was going to do next and how they were all going to find new shenanigans to get into. Um, so I just kind of really enjoyed seeing the character stories play out. Um, and it got like a little heavy toward the end, which was kind of surprising. I, I, I don't think I was expecting it to be like serious in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I really, really enjoyed it. And like, again, it was so stupid and so silly, but like in the best way. Um, and it's just one of those series where it's like, I cannot believe that I am laughing this hard, like oh, watching yeah, this series. Like, it's so funny. I was dying watching it. It was yeah. just such a funny show. Like, yeah. And a lot so- of it was like the kind of humor that I love. Like it's that inappropriate, like borderline, ooh, don't say that out loud kind of humor. Um, yeah. What we oh, have when we're not recording. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, <laughs> but it was all delivered so well. Yeah, no, I honestly it was it was just done so well. But anyway, so the structure of this first season, I thought I thought they did a good job of it, to be honest. How the pacing sometimes it was, I wouldn't even say sometimes it was slow. Like it was just so so sporadically. Mm-hmm. Like um, I thought that the yeah, I don't know, just I just love so much about the show. It's just funny, well written, well directed. Like the cast, like you said earlier, had such great chemistry together, mm-hmm. worked really well off of each other. Mm-hmm. And I didn't re- realize the whole ad, you know, that they made some of the lines up as they went along. Like that, that obviously shows a strength of a good cast as well to support yeah. each other out when you're doing this kind of thing. As you can imagine, some actors and actresses might feel a bit nervous to the whole, yeah. oh, don't worry, don't worry, whatever. But like John Cena probably made them all feel quite comfortable if he was ad libbing <laughs> a lot. So, um, if he's anything like his, his, well, now, like now, like, um, sorry, I'm a bit lost with what I was saying there, but like, um, 
yeah i don't know i just i think it was just overall i think i enjoyed it i enjoyed the pacing as well like mm-hmm. uh, just yeah um did you have any favorite scenes while uh watching... <sighs> i know there's so many like <laughs> um favorite scenes uh dang did i i really liked the oh there was okay so there was one scene that was kind of cinematic where the butterflies like golf takes over a new body and so then Mm -hmm. he goes out and recruits all of these other butterflies and then when he walks into the police station and all the butterflies just follow him and like take over all of the cop bodies. Um, yeah. I thought that scene, that whole sequence of the butterflies taking over the humans. I thought that that was a really cool sequence. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The police station. Yeah. yeah. And then I think my other favorite scene was probably when um, they, <laughs> when they kind of all like bonded in, in the van on the way back from something and they were all like, singing and hardcore actually took a picture of them and everybody was just kind of like really feeling like the group vibe um (laughs) so i I really kind of enjoyed that scene just kind of seeing them all kind of come together yeah i I think oh one of my favorite scenes was uh what's the actress called amanda waller's daughter oh uh danielle brooks Mm -hmm. oh was that yeah yeah sorry she played danielle brooks sorry um no, Daniel Brooks played sorry, 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 yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. the other way around. Yeah, sorry, Daniel Brooks played, yeah. Um, you can tell it's getting late for me. Uh, <laughs> so she, she, she's with Peacemaker, and he's like, eat peace, motherfuckers, as he throws that thing. And I was like, that's such a great line, like, eat peace, motherfuckers. Like, I, hope he, I hope that becomes his catchphrase. Like, that's... I love the two of them together, like, especially, like, I think it was the last episode or second to the last episode where they're infiltrating and mm-hmm. um they're infiltrating the factory where the goo or whatever is made that the butterflies eat and yeah. he shoots the guy and then she is right behind him and then she shoots the guy and he's mm-hmm. just like you don't have a, you don't have to shoot them after i've already shot them like he's dead and then she's just kind of like oh yeah okay my bad <laughs> oh yeah i thought the dynamic between them was brilliant yeah so i'm glad i'm glad it wasn't a dynamic of him trying to sleep with her or anything like that. Like I'm yeah. glad it was a like a friendship type thing. So I was a bit worried because obviously Peacemaker is someone who likes to have many partners. Yeah. Um, so I was worried that's where it was going, but then it actually turned into quite a nice little friendship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I thought they, I thought their dynamic was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed them. Um, did, uh, did you watch all of the post credit scenes? I did. I don't think I watched them all. I think I watched maybe like six out of the eight. I thought they were hilarious. Like there were some with Vigilante that I thought were really, really funny just because at some point, like, I think I was just like, how is he this stupid? Like, how is it possible (laughs) that A, you're that strong, but like also B, you are that stupid. It was, it was, it was, I don't know. There's like, that was a running joke and it was just hilarious to me. Um. Okay, so I realized I've sort of skipped a little bit here. From the show itself, did you have any favorite characters at all? Yes, 100%. Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was my favorite. He was so just like gung ho and like 
I mean, he is literally a, like a ride or die BFF. I mean, he went to jail to kill Peacemaker's father for him oh, because oh, his oh. father was such an asshole. Like, who does oh, that? No. <laughs> he actually got arrested so he could go into prison. Yeah, he got arrested to go to jail. Um, and I also kind of love the speech that he gave because he went and uh, the whole plot is uh, Peacemaker's dad is this racist, like, mm. anti-hero character called White Dragon. And he is already hanging out with like the Aryan nation or whatever in prison and vigilante that fool, he walks right up to them, sits at that table. And he's just like, you know, I think it'd be really great if we could just sit here and talk about all of the wonderful contributions that African-Americans have made to society. And everybody at that table is like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It was so great. I'd love to know how much of that's him and how much it's the script, but yeah. Uh, I don't I don't even know, but like his delivery of all of his lines, um, Freddie Stroma, he was so freaking hilarious. I mean, it was insane. And then when you put him and Peacemaker in scenes together, it just it was off the charts funny. Those two. I think they were probably the funniest like duo, but it just individually Vigilante was my favorite character just because I could not believe that somebody was so like aloof. And just like yeah. didn't care about anything. Like when when Peacemaker was having uh like when he was feeling gun shy and couldn't mm. shoot the wife and the kid. And Vigilante was just like, Well, let me just borrow this rifle here and like kill them all with no like hesitation. It's crazy. Uh, oh, like I don't know, with favorite character, I was like, I loved Vigilante too. Um I do you know what I liked actually was um Daniel Brooks's character. Yes. I, I I liked how she kind of like wanted to be like her mum, mm-hmm. but then also didn't want to be like her mum. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and the scene, brief scene she had where she was like with her mum, Amanda Waller, but she's like, yeah, but look, you know, John, Joe, sorry, I should seen her. Like Chris. Peacemaker, he, yeah, Chris, Peacemaker, he's not that bad a guy. And she's like trying to tell him to stick to the plan, tell him to stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I loved it. Like the moment, sometimes when, Peacemaker was actually genuinely being nice. Yeah. And you can see her from afar getting like a bit choked up. Yeah. And um, and I loved at the end when she does the announcement and basically throws her mum under the bus. And her mum's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, that was a good moment too. Because like when she was doing that speech, I thought, oh, her mum knows. Mm-hmm. And then when you just go to the sofa and see her mum sitting there like, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I, that's what I love about her whole character journey that she goes from trying to be her mum Mm-hmm. to basically going against her mum, which is basically what happened at the Suicide Squad, that the team turned on her as well. Yeah. Maybe Amanda, maybe Amanda Waller needs to realise <laughs> people, people don't want to be you or listen to you. So. Oh, man. No, I, I liked Adebayo's uh, character too, just because she was kind of the only grounded one of yeah. the group. Um, and because she was so like green around the gills, everything that happened was just such a shock to her. Um, so like just kind of watching her react to everybody else's shenanigans was funny in and of itself do you know I she's my favorite character but I did like um, Jennifer Holland's Harcourt Mm -hmm. I love that first scene where she's sitting in a bar and she's like sister peacemaker excuse me for a minute steps up and literally like kicks the crap out of like three guys whatever. Mm-hmm. and I was like and they did and they did the fighting so stylishly I was like oh this is so good and like they, well, none of those men thought they were going to be able to take down this little girl and she yeah. like kicks her asses and um, I love things like that you don't often see that in real life but like that was pretty cool so. yeah well I mean you hope you don't see that kind of shit at a bar <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, okay, so we know that this was set in the DCEU, which mm-hmm. nobody seems to know what the hell's going on with that thing now. Feels like <laughs> it. <laughs> Feels like it. But I did love that it was kind of connected. They made so many jokes and references like Batmite and so many little things along the way, uh-huh. like to, li- to link it. You know, they even talked about, you know, Batman's road gallery and Superman's <laughs> road gallery. Like, and they're like, what's your road gallery? Like, yeah. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, like, <laughs> to be fair, he kills people. So his road gallery is always going to be fairly small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Batman and Superman don't kill people, so that's why they have yeah. a rogues gallery. Because I mean, maybe they that... maybe they should be taking notes. Not that I'm encouraging that. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Superman in the DCU did kill Zod, so you know. Uh, I mean, does that really count though? Because he killed an alien. So. Yeah, yeah. An alien that looked like a man. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I love at the end though the appearances by Aquaman and the Flash, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Now, admittedly. There's no way that was Gal Gadot. Um, no, or, um, it was not Gal Gadot. It was not Henry Cavill, but it was yeah. Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa. I thought that was pretty cool, though. However, there was no cyborg there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not even a shadow of a cyborg. That makes me upset. Mm. I think cyborg's gone, like altogether gone. I really so, hate that. He was one of my favorite characters from Justice League. Uh, they just DC needs to suck it up. That could have been, do you know what? That could have been their like redemption thing and actually had the actor come back. So, I mean, he, I don't think he would come back, but, you know, yeah, I don't know. Can't really say much more on that, but it's disappointing to have it that there's just four of them when we know that there's not four of them. So there's a cyborg. However, I loved it that I can make. Well, there was no Batman either. Yeah. Was there? No, there, well, no. No, there was no Batman. You're right. You are right. Oh. Wonder why that is. Maybe he's just too slow. He doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe that, that kind of explains Batman. You know, maybe the Batmobile can get there quick enough. Uh, wow. So. Uh, but like, I thought it was funny because actually, uh, Aquaman is like a running joke throughout the season mm. and about how mm. Aquaman fucks fish. And <laughs> Peacemaker, it just every time it comes up, he never misses an opportunity to shit on Aquaman. And he's like, no, for real, it's true. He fucks fish. And everybody else is like, no, he doesn't. And he just will yeah. not let it go. And, and so at the, very, <laughs> at the very end, he's like, you're too late, fish fucker. <laughs> and then Barry says, oh, everyone knows it's true or something like that. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, fuck you, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a small little thing at the very, very end. But oh, my God, it was so funny because it, it had just it literally was a running thread throughout the entire season. And then when you actually see Jason Momoa and Peacemaker interact with each other, it was just kind of like, Yes. <laughs> I couldn't believe it though when you saw like the shadows of the Justice League, and I thought they weren't even going to show the real any real members. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they actually did show the real Flash and the real Aquaman, mm-hmm. and obviously the other two were like faded in the background, cheap, cheap ass way of doing it. But like they should have just got both foot back, suck it up. I, I mean, Gail Gadot obviously is still with the DC, um, yeah, or in the DCU, so maybe she was just busy, or maybe they didn't want to pay her the money. Like, yeah. um, but I did like the fact they had two of them in it. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, fuck, fuck you, Barry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's the one thing I do love about DC is that they don't mind skirting the line between films like Shazam and then shows yeah. like the Suicide Squad all set apparently within the same universe. So, yeah, but I like that they kind of, like you had touched on earlier, I think this Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad are both proof that, like, 
when you put these characters in the right hands, Mm. amazing things can happen because the Suicide Squad, the second film was so much different. I mean, it was so different than the first film. Mm. And that paid off because that whole vibe works with the Suicide Squad. Like the the dynamic and the comedy mixed with the -the over-the-top violence, like instead of trying to make everything this heavy, serious kind of story, like lighten up, mm-hmm. you know, like unass yourselves and just like relax. If you can relax and actually have fun with your shit, then, I mean, we could be in a completely different place right now. I mean, I think about how the comedy with Jason Moore and um, Ezra Miller, obviously there was comedy in the Joss Whedon version mm-hmm. of Justice League, but it was a terrible movie and then we got the um snyder version eventually which had very little humor if mm-hmm. not none um and we still preferred that version over the joss whedon version but this version of those characters <laughs> like where the, it was only, like i said it was only like 30 seconds a minute yeah. maybe but it was enough the, but the humor between uh ezra miller and um jason mo was so good like yeah. Yeah, I loved it. So like you say, in the right hands, mm-hmm. the same actors can do them and same, you know, better material, the actors can do a much better job. Yeah. So I think I think DC needs to figure out what it's going to take to keep James Gunn because this stuff to me is, it's a smashing success. I mean... I know that. I know they want to restore the Snyderverse, but can't you just say to James Gunn, look... Now, I don't know yeah. that you should give him Justice League. I'm not going to go that far. Mm. I'm not going to go that far. But, no, I was about to say, I was about to say, maybe him and Scott Snyder should work together, like on a Justice League, maybe. Zack Snyder. Zack, sorry. Oh, fuck. I'm getting tired. <laughs> that's your, that's the wrong Snyder. DC guy. <laughs> yeah, Zack Snyder. Like, put him and James Gunn together, maybe for a Justice League. I don't know. Would that work? No. I don't think their styles are anything alike at all. I don't dislike Snyder's mode of storytelling because I mean, I, if you look at the way that he did Army of Thieves, oh, I love I that. Yeah. Loved Army of Thieves. I mean, I did. It was too fucking long, but other than that, I mean, I really, really loved that. Oh, I loved the Army of the Dead as well. I loved the um, sorry, that's what I mean. Army of the Dead. He didn't do Army of yeah. Thieves. Um, Army of the Dead. Um, but yeah, like I think. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you fix the DCEU at this point. So. All I know is that James Gunn is doing really well with this little handful of characters that he has been given. Um, and I think that we should keep doing that. He talked about wanting to do a spinoff, but wouldn't say which character he wanted to do the spinoff oh, from this. Peacemaker okay. with. Yeah. So it did get picked up for a second season, Peacemaker. Um, but as far as mm. like a Peacemaker spinoff, like who who do you think oh, they I would spin think, off? I hope they don't. Like... Why do they do these things? Just leave it alone. <laughs> Just leave. I, I think Vigilante and Harcourt are probably the two likely ones to get spin off. I mean, yeah, Vigilante is the only one that's character enough to get a spin off. Well, Unless like they super. follow Adebayo and, and her and Waller. I don't, but I don't really know how that would work though. Mm, I don't think so. I think Vigilante probably, I only say Harcourt because I know she like can fight and kick ass and stuff. So maybe. Um, I don't care about any others having a spinoff though. Mm. No, no. I mean, I'm I'm excited that we will get to see more Eagly. Eagly was was definitely 
another favorite. Yeah. Not like yeah. not as much as Vigilante, yeah. but I did love me some Eagly. <laughs> what do you think of the music and the intro? Because obviously the intro was so. Unique. Do you really, do you really want to take that? Oh, yeah, I can't, I, can't <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't sing. Like I can't. So you can it was sing. so over the top. The intro, I like the intro. I watched it the so first good. time for the first episode, and I was like oh my god what is this this is awful and amazing all at the same time <laughs> oh, I love and like it's so great every... because like cena never smiles like not once like he never mm. cracks anything he looks so serious doing those stupid dance moves i was hoping that they would um so in the first episode they had so the one scene they had in episode one with the guy who's like the janitor with the mop and he's in the intro mm-hmm. so i thought oh okay they're going to change the intro for each episode and have like different cameo like have oh. people in it but they didn't do that they had the guy who literally had one five minute scene in the, in the two? he had two he oh, was in two, there okay. when they had the show and tell or the bring you oh, okay, you know okay. the what do you call it? career day or whatever in class oh yeah okay but he was hardly in the show really <laughs> and he's got he's got quite a good part in the intro but yeah, I love the music and I, I, that intro, honestly, I wish more shows would just not take themselves seriously. Like, um, I, I think that's what works so well with this one. Like yeah. this show is just like, nah, we, we are completely 100% over the top and we don't give a shit. Like that's that's our brand. We're doing it. I, I thought it. that they use music really well. I mean, that's not really surprising given it's James Gunn um, and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy uses oh, music, music to great effect. Um, mm. but yeah, I really loved a lot of that stuff. And like another one of the scenes where they're in the van and they're playing a song at Harcourt is like, is now really the time? And Peacemaker is like, it's never a bad time to rock. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess that is true. So yeah, like, I love the music. I mean, I, I love classic rock. So it was it was really fun to kind of listen to all of like the 80s hair bands come back. I honestly think. <laughs> but he's right there is no time when you cannot rock <laughs> uh, um, right okay so there's going to be a season 2 apparently of Peacemaker mm-hmm. I would love to know how much John Cena is getting paid that's what you want to know for season 2 no 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 like season 1 as well as season 2 like I just thought to myself he must earn a lot of money right and Everybody else that's in this is quite low, low down the food chain in the acting world. Mm-hmm. Like than him, he's quite big. And I was watching this thinking, like, he must be earning a lot of money to be in this show. Like, so I just kind of wondered, like, the reason I asked to say that is because how long can they keep this going? Because obviously it's a streaming show. I don't know. Like streamers are now canceling stuff a lot quicker now than they used to. And he, wow. if he's getting a good chunk of money, like. I don't know, it just sort of got me thinking was, you know, yeah, they've done a season two. I assumed that there wasn't going to be anything beyond season one. And I was like, he must be asking for a lot of money. And I hope it's just not enough that we start getting into the show and then they tank it because he wants too much. I think when they have shows that have the big name as the lead, I Mm. think that they build it so that it will be a short run. Mm. Now, are we going to get a season three? Mm, Who knows? But like, I don't think that they have a five season plan for Peacemaker at all. Yeah, that's that's what I was a bit concerned about, that that they would, you know, James Gunn would start getting a bit like, okay, I'm going to tell longer stories. And then season three comes along and then then DC, Warner Brothers cancel it. And they're like, oh, okay, great. 
I, you know, we've got into it. I mean, so. Um, yeah, no, I don't uh, see it being. Uh, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it, it's going to depend on the film schedule. Like, if we get some other kind of Suicide Squad or another version of Justice League or any kind of film that will pick up any of these characters, that'd be maybe we could get a third season. I don't see this going longer than three seasons. Regardless of how much people love it and how popular it is, I don't see it going more than three seasons. I don't think you can keep someone like Asina for that long. Oh, apparently, I'll just look this up now. Apparently John Cena originally wasn't even signed up for a season two. Um, They said John and I did not agree to a second season off the bat because we wanted to make sure um, this is something we really love doing and what we really wanted, James Gunn said. Um, that's why it's being announced now, because we had to work everything out. Um, and obviously James Gunn, he said, I didn't agree to a second season just off the bat. It wasn't a matter of like, okay, we're picked up. It's just a matter of, I just wanted to make sure it was really something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like originally they went into it as a one season plan and then, I'm assuming that due to the popularity of the show and yeah. And DC on their knees begging, like, please, please do this again for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a brilliant, I love this. They need all the help they can get at the moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know really, I don't have any thoughts on what's going to happen in season two. I imagine it's going to be ensemble again, you know, a lot of humor, a lot of horribleness, deaths and swearing and, that kind of stuff and John Cena being massively inappropriate Um, (laughs) but I mean I think because they're villains because of the nature of the show like Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad it's not going to be a serious villain (laughs) I just don't know I don't know DC well enough to take a guess on what might come up villain wise huh who who would you send Task Force X after I mean they sent him after a dictator in in the film so I mean, it doesn't always have to be like a rogue gallery character. Mm. Do you reckon that they might potentially bring somebody else in from the Suicide Squad, like Bloodsport or? Now, that would be amazing. I don't think you would be able to get Idris to do this. Although Idris Elba did have a streaming show on Netflix. So, I mean, it's not like. It was that show where he was like this British DJ, but like a low level DJ. I can't remember what it was called. I didn't watch that. Uh, yeah, so he had a he had he has had streaming. Plus, he's done TV before. Like he did. Luther. Yeah, Lufa. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Would you be able to get Idris Elba in here? And then you have like another rivalry between Peacemaker and uh, <laughs> Deadshot. Blood Bloodsport, not Deadshot. Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. Um. Oh, Deadshot would be cool. Will Smith. I don't think they could get Will Smith though. I think they could get Will Smith. Will Smith <laughs> hasn't done TV since Fresh Prince Bel Air. He doesn't I don't exactly think they make. Get Will Smith. He doesn't exactly make good movies right now. That's like, not so. true. He just won a SAG award for King for Richard. What? Oh, I'm not seeing it. So I can't, like. Okay, everything else I've seen of his other than that recently <laughs> has been fairly, fairly bad. Um, so um, I have not seen a good Will Smith film for like ten to twelve years. Well, you should watch King Richard. It's about the two greatest tennis players oh i'll get on that right now like <laughs> the moment we finish recording three in the morning i'm, I'm gonna be straight on that go to bed at like five yeah uh I, if i put that on now i'm definitely fall asleep so uh, <laughs> that is so rude 
like, what what to them or you like, both uh, like, anyway I've no idea who they're going to fight I'm assuming it's going to be a crazy villain okay these are my predictions for season 2 okay. some sort of stupid crazy villain who okay. I, would, I would need to go and google DC's stupid crazy villains to find out what that could be I think it's going to be an ensemble cast. I think somebody from the Suicide School will show up, even if it's just in one episode or a cameo or mm-hmm. something. You know, King Shark would be awesome. Um, Deadshot would be pretty cool if they took some characters from the first film that weren't mm-hmm. in the second. That would be pretty cool too. Um, I want to say Vigilante would be back. Like, Oh, Vigilante's coming back. I think if they are going to do... Uh, I, um, they talked off. about Green Arrow a lot. Maybe we're going to see yeah. Green Arrow in a second season. That'd be very cool. Um, I think, though, if you're going to have a, what should we call it, a spin-off from, the, from um, the Peacemaker, they would do it off the back of season two. They, like, they would say to James Gunn, look, can you maybe do an episode yeah. slowly focused around whoever the spin-off is going to be? A backdoor pilot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, not because it's HBO Max. I don't think they'll do an obvious one, but they'll probably... Have an episode that maybe focuses on one of those characters. So that's my oh, my sort of. They prediction. finally bring in Martian Manhunter. Like we got him in in oh, the films yeah, a little good. bit, but like since we've already had like a alien invasion in this one, like what if we just keep the alien theme going and we get Martian Manhunter? Ooh, well, he could be put in front charge of Task Force X. He obviously um, could change into Amanda Waller. That's true. He totally hmm. could. Or we get some silly villain like the Question. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, okay, so what would you rate this out of five? Five. Five. <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm, I, I have to just look at it for what it is. And I think it does its own thing so well. Like I can't, there's, there's not another, because like you can't even compare it to the boys because even the boys deals with the really, really heavy stuff. But mm. this show, this show is just like stupid fun. Um, yeah, actually, so I would say I this is very five. comparable to the boys. It's very comparable to the boys. I think, like, there probably isn't many shows like this, and there isn't many shows like the boys. So these two mm-hmm. are probably the closest to each other. Mm-hmm. So, Even though they're not that, I mean, they're not. Yeah, I, like, I like violence-wise. Sure, violence and humor. They have humor in the boys too, um, but this, they're, they're they're probably, you know, distant cousins. So. Yeah. Like that's they're, kind of they're neighbors in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I would rate it five too. Like yeah. I would hand sing it a five. Oh, look at that! Two fives. We haven't given two fives in a long time. I don't know when. I can't remember. Whatever. Well, it certainly wasn't Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it, it would never be. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat shit. <laughs> Mortal Kombat was great. I mean, maybe if you would really drunk and paralytic and like on the floor with one eye open and I mean squinting. it was I'm none of those things it was great I like <laughs> I think if I was to give it a five you might have to get me really really drunk just like get like 10 shots in me like and no food no food for like a day or so and maybe I might agree like uh, <laughs> man oh man you're just thinking now, aren't you? I can't wait to hit you when I meet you in New York in a month's time. <laughs> oh, man, listen, listen. I'm I'm so pumped about New York. I can't mm. wait. Why, and hitting me? <laughs> well, maybe that too, but... But the violence. We'll <laughs> the violence. <laughs> Jasmine gets arrested in New York. <laughs> um, Let's hope not. We knock on wood here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
obviously just a joke. All right, yes. anyway, <laughs> our next episode, I know we had a break. We are going to take another break. Don't worry, nowhere near as long, just two weeks. Yeah, that's my um, fault, but yeah, take it a break. Well, next weekend, I'm way too. Um, so if we hadn't, I think if we hadn't actually had a break, we probably could have maybe pre-recorded something or whatever, but mm-hmm. like we haven't had time. Yeah, and, real uh, life has been crazy lately. So bear with us. Yeah. So we're back in, uh, definitely be back in two weeks. Um, and then while we're away, I'm going to catch up on a lot of the stuff that I've missed out on for the last few weeks as well, like all the sharing of stuff. And I'll try and be back on social media a little bit more and try and come up with a plan for me and Jasmine to actually know what we're doing. We, <laughs> we don't, we don't. Um, however, when we come back, we're going to review The Kingsman, which is now on Disney Plus. So you've got two weeks to go watch it if you haven't already. Probably already have, but we haven't. So yeah, we're behind. We're, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it, Kingsman. I Me love too. those type of films. Yeah. Um, and if you don't already, you can follow us on social media, Geeks and Niche everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Come say hi. Yeah, and you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, we are everywhere. So please leave us a five-star review and tell your geeky friends. Anyway, have a good week. Good journey. And that too. Bye.